Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. This is Structure That Doesn't Suck, part one, and here's the thing. I was going to make this for you. It was all written and edited and perfect. And then on Friday, I started throwing up and I continued to throw up. And so I didn't do anything. It's now Tuesday and I'm like, whoo, we're going to do some work for a few hours and see how it goes. And then... um Wednesdays are my day off, so we're going to take tomorrow off, and we're going to see how it goes. So it's a super slow pace around here, and uh, if you hear any sort of weirdness in my voice or I feel tired, um, my my lovely doctor says that I've, I'm going through a, quote, energetic upgrade, unquote, which I imagined to be like getting bumped from you know, steerage to first class on a, on an international flight. And it's just amazing. And then, uh, one of my friends said, no, it's like when you get transformers and you get new, an upgrade for your transformers, you have to remove a lot of the old parts before you can put the new parts in. And I was like, oh, that's terrible. No, I just want the free upgrade. And, uh, you know, like, like more Frappuccino when I order a Frappuccino. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, interesting things are happening over here, and I will tell you all about it eventually, but it's one of those things that like I'm in the middle of it, and I barely have words to articulate it to the people that have to deal with it, like um, like Bear left on Saturday, and then Doey and uh, my friend Don came over, and they were with me all day, um, and it was a tremendous act of support to be like... Like, I'm just lying there trying not to puke. And they were like, do you want food? And I was like, my goal is to have water today. Um, And they, you know, they, uh, to have them show up and do things like take care of the laundry and um, take the bub for a walk and um, all of those things that you sort of take for granted that you can do right up until you can't do them. And they did them. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm in the midst of an energetic upgrade. So any tiredness or weirdness that you feel in my voice, it's it's happening. If this is your first episode, hi, welcome. <laughs> uh, my name is Kristen Kelp. This is the That's What She Said podcast. And way back in the day, 
I sort of made a commitment that my podcast would be like 15 minutes or less and somewhere I lost that. So I want to come back to that. And that means that this is structure that doesn't suck part one. There will be other parts. So instead of a big hour or 45 minute long lesson, we're going to try I'm going to do my best to go into tinier chunks that are easier to digest and see what happens. So the only other thing before we begin is that there is a big, uh, huge sale. Uh, it's my moving to Portland sale and December coaching calls are half off. Now those are normally a thousand dollars and now they are $500. And if you're like, fuck you, $500 to talk to you. Are you fucking serious? I routinely help people make changes that help make them multiple thousands of dollars from that one call. And I don't say that in a way that's like, I'm bragging or what, like that's just factual. Um, and so I don't have any qualms about charging that much. And if you've, uh, if you've been thinking about working with me or you're not sure, or you're like, I just need a little bit of maintenance. If you're a previous client, I'm here, I'm ready, let's do it. Um, there's a payment plan that's spread over three months. If paying $500 all at once is a problem, that's no problem for me. And you can find all of that at kristenkelp.com. You want to uh, download the 2019 gift guide or just in my uh, Instagram profile at K-K-A-L-P. You can find the link really quickly. Either way, I hope to talk to you in December before the big move to Portland. Okay, so we're going to go a little Harry Potter, but I am going to walk you through it so that even if you've never encountered any of these things, you will still be just fine. So don't get scared, okay? Um, Structure that doesn't suck. If you're one of my people, uh, I'm going to guess that you tend to operate in one of two categories. And I don't like to do binaries, so this will, of course, be revealed as a spectrum, but just let me have simplicity for a second. Uh, where you're either a big, huge, enormous fan of structure and you use it to plan every last detail of your life, or you absolutely hate structure and run from it like that person with a hacking cough who's got the plague over there. Uh, One of my clients, Emily, describes it as a flaming spider. (laughs) Like a flaming spider has entered the house. You're just like, ah, it's like that. Uh, So let's make peace with both of those extremes by going just a little bit Harry Potter on you. So at the one... On the one hand, you have Hermione Granger, who is a really smart, really type A individual who literally uses tools like time travel to take more classes. That is what she uses time travel for. Her structure level is over the top. You cannot beat Hermione at planning, at doing homework, at doing all of the reading before the class even starts, or at time turning. At the opposite end of the spectrum, or the other part of the binary, whichever you choose, you're going to find Luna Lovegood. She is a laid-back, dreamy individual who notices patterns and creatures others miss or physically cannot see, subscribes to beliefs others find bizarre, and whose report cards are never, ever crucial to the plot of any J.K. Rowling story. So, whereas Hermione's... uh, Studentness means that she knows obscure details that are very helpful when getting the crew out of trouble. <laughs> uh, Luna is, is not. She's not book smart. She's, she's a different sort of, of character. So both of these humans save Harry Potter's life at some point in the series. Now, if you're like, when did Luna save his life? Okay, so he was like, he was fucking knocked out by Draco on the train, remember? And he was covered, covered him up with the invisibility cloak, and she saw the nargles around his head and saved him. So, like, 
yeah, that's what I'm counting as saving his life. So suck it. Okay, so I'm sorry for saying suck it. I just get really defensive to, with this imaginary person who's like, when did the... I don't, I don't know. Uh, structure and serendipity go hand in hand. Both of these are amazing characters. Hermione and Luna both get shit done and they save the lives of their friends. You have got both of them within you, but you're probably so busy shit-talking the other that you haven't yet harnessed both of their strengths. Let's make peace with your Luna and your Hermione parts starting right now. If you are more of a Luna at heart, or that's your tendency, you probably said something like, I'm great at starting a routine and then letting it go the first day I don't feel like it. And that's often because you are usually not starting a routine, you are renovating your life all at once. You don't just stop consuming GMOs and eat more kale. You go on a rampage and throw out everything in your pantry that doesn't fit very strict guidelines, replace your plastics with glass, buy a juicer, start meal planning, and commit to eating 100% organic foods for the rest of time. I have done this many times, including the time I threw out the microwave to kick off a particularly healthy kick because the microwave is bad. And I read all about it, and I understood it, and I was like, no microwave, got it. And then I purchased a new microwave a few weeks later (laughs) because it's so convenient. Uh, This total life overhaul works for a few days. Like, you're doing it. Everything is changing all at once. And then you find yourself somewhere out and about. Let's say you're in a cafe with amazing muffins. Sweet, sweet, not part of your new life plan muffins. Fuck it, you decide, and throw all that structure out the window in one fell swoop. Attempts to implement structure in your life are inevitably abandoned when the 18 changes you've taken on simultaneously begin to unravel. Because it all hinges on this absolute structure is going to be structured, and I'm going to structure more structure on top of the structure. Because that's how you understand structure, is just that it's very rigid, and you try and implement the rigid, and it just doesn't work. Lest you feel superior because you're on the Hermione end of the spectrum. Remember, this is a made-up spectrum between Luna and Hermione. I'm not referencing any science here whatsoever. This is my observation using fictional characters in a fictional universe to make real-world connections. So, lest you feel superior because you're on the Hermione end of this particular spectrum, let's dive into big changes in Hermione land. You have got your schedule packed with activities. I sometimes see people's calendars that they send to me and I'm like, I don't know how you breathe. Meal planning happens from mid-afternoon until 5.47 p.m. on Sundays, as well as on Wednesdays at precisely 1.37 p.m. between lunch yoga and afternoon meetings. Please note that lunch yoga should be just lunch or yoga, but you've made it a double. Like you just have a sandwich in Shavasana and head back to work. You schedule yourself to within an inch of your life and feel stressed by almost any change to your plans because it's a very tight ship. Um, Being one minute late is a catastrophe. Client cancellations are major issues. You don't understand why people haven't responded to your Thanksgiving brunch RSVP 17 weeks in advance. Christmas shopping is done by November 1st. Rigidity keeps you uptight on your best days and downright mean on your worst. So even when you're really quote-unquote good at structure, it can sometimes become this thing that takes over your life. And when you're quote-unquote bad at structure, it can be this thing that you don't understand, so you just try and implement it in these really big movements, and then it really, really fails you. If you don't know whether you're more of a Luna or a Hermione in this moment, 
here are some clues to help you figure it out. Uh, Lunas tend to make amazing work, but rarely spend energy selling it. That's the trick. They have trouble communicating with their peeps consistently. There's a lot of like, oh, they don't want to hear from me. I don't have time for that. I'll do that later. I'll do that when I have X done, like when I have like 17 paintings to show instead of just these four. Um, They freak out about the number of projects they find interesting, i.e. it's too many. They panic if they feel locked into a title, project, or way of being. The number of conversations that I've had with clients about like, I can't call myself a painter because that means I have to be a painter forever and that's not true. And I'm like, but you could just change your title when you need to change your title. Oh, that's it. And I'm not mocking you. That's 100% just I'm offering that up to you as an option. There's no rule that says if you decide to call yourself X right now, that you can't change your title in a few days or weeks or months or years. So that's an option for you. Lunas spend a great deal of time daydreaming and imagining. They find money and finances frustrating but uninteresting, typically, and they consistently undervalue their gifts and time. Um, Hermione's, or those that are sort of are more in the Hermione realm, um, tend to find it difficult to deviate from structure. They freak out if an assignment doesn't have any rules. That is the least awesome option available because holy shit, uh, how am I going to get an A if I don't know what the rules are? They enjoy projects less if there's no chance of getting a gold star. They tend to overschedule their days and lives. They fear letting people down and therefore accept lots of unwanted responsibility. They also That means also picking up slack. Like, oh, you can't do that? Oh, I can do that. You can't do that? Oh, I can do that. And that happens at work. That happens at home. That happens everywhere. They push their own needs, particularly creative needs, to the back burner. And they crave freedom, expansion, and stillness, but have trouble finding time for it. The good news is, you've got both impulses built right into you. If you identify with Luna, we'll work toward creating structure that doesn't suck in the coming weeks. Those who identify with Hermione will work on adding silence, stillness, and space to let your not-as-productive... Uh, bits out to play. Regardless of how much Luna and how much Hermione you've got going on right now, these questions will frame the Structure That Doesn't Suck series. What if we play with your schedule so that you aren't trying to make too many changes to your life at once? And what if we play with scheduling some, but not all, of your most important work? Further, what if we mark off free time, play time, and not caregiving time so that you actually have a break from all that intensity? Which is to say, um, what if you commit to doing one thing at a time? I know you can multitask with the best of them, Hermione's, and you can daydream while doing any activity at all, Luna's, but what if you only do one thing at a time all day long? Both Luna's and Hermione's struggle with overwhelm because both are living in the modern world. We have more toothpaste options than our ancestors did career choices. Fact check the shit out of me on that. It is true. My email list. My email list. I did some really, um, some really basic calculations around like when there were hundreds gathered and hundreds gathered and hundreds gathered and whatever. By my calculations, my email list contains more people than Jesus reached in the whole of his time on earth. That is disturbing. That is not good news. That is deeply disturbing to me. 
Um, to be overwhelmed is the tip of the iceberg and is understating the truth by a long shot. We are drowning in choices, in voices, and in distractions. That's why doing one thing at a time is important at both the day-to-day level and the career level. You cannot make a movie and an album and a Broadway show simultaneously unless you are 40 years into your career like Bruce Springsteen. So please don't try. (laughs) So just for the next week, can we play the game of doing one thing at a time and knowing whether you're falling into Luna or falling into Hermione? Because I'm going to ask you to make space for both using structure that doesn't suck. Cool? That's it. Single task, Luna, Hermione. I know that I've offered no big solutions, no big plans, no big whatever, but I have offered you, aha, yes, okay, I do identify with one more than the other. And then we can begin to move some energy around, okay, how can we make structure not suck if you're a Luna? And how can we like ease your hands off of the structure so that you can have a little bit more freedom if you're a Hermione? That's the name of the game. That's what we're going to do. And that is where we will begin next week. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format, one gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.